0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Bank podcast. It's that time of the week, the weekly roundup.
1: Nice. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, I know it's been a bit, but we're back. Um, Starting off, we've got the CFTC uh, versus the SEC. We love acronyms here. So the CFTC stands for the Commodities Futures Trading
0: Commission. Okay.
1: So they deal in commodities where the SEC deals in
0: securities. All right. So commodities and securities, let's go over that real quick, right? So a commodity would be something like coffee and a security would be something like Starbucks, right? So a business or a service would be a security and a commodity would be a thing or a good, right? Yep. Absolutely.
1: So they... They both are regulators in the government um, dealing with the financial sector. Uh, But one, the CFTC, is focused on commodities. The other is focused on regulating securities. So the CFTC is actually in a battle right now with the SEC because they feel that they are more equipped and should be the sole regulators of the crypto market.
0: Regulators! Regulators! regulators. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: the, their reasoning for that is, um, you guys may not know this, but Bitcoin and Ethereum have been identified as commodities in court hearings already over securities. And Bitcoin and Ethereum take up over 60% of the entire crypto market. Yep. And so by that logic, the commodities and futures commission, they think that they should be in charge because a majority of crypto has already been identified as commodities.
0: I think it's a pretty clever thing for them to do. I mean, obviously, if they're working in more of the derivative space, which derivatives are kind of the betting on the future of, you know, you have a a stock and you've got, you know, you're playing options on the stock or you're you know, doing swaps, or all these things where it's just like, this is what it's going to cost in the future, and I want the right to buy it at a certain price. It's kind of like investment
1: gambling, in a way. Yeah, I would say that's true. Which is know? why the whole AMC thing blew up, because all these big companies were, were betting that AMC and GameStop would go down, because... I mean why would they be successful there's all this new technology that's going to outpace them people are able to watch their movies at home during covid um people can just download their video games Streaming, yep. so it it just makes sense it was a, a a good hedge i guess or a good bet on these hedge funds part um to say you know what we're gonna borrow these these shares we're gonna sell them and we're gonna anticipate a drop buy them back make a profit return the shares that's kind of the the thing but of course, Reddit, Reddit said, said we know Didn't that they're, the they're going to short it, so we're going to short squeeze them. We're going to buy up all these shares, force them to buy them back at a higher price. at a higher price because they're they're on loan and they're they have to they have to return those shares otherwise they're they're out of luck and it caused them to lose a lot of money. In a nutshell,
0: yeah, no, that's true, and right? I mean that's what the CFTC is you know is regulating those. You know those deri- that derivatives market that's a little more speculative, it's- similar to the crypto market, which is still pretty speculative. So I think it makes more sense that the CFTC is in charge of this market as opposed to the SEC, which just seems to be kind of the Debbie Downer in this whole situation.
1: Well, and they're they're the kind of black and white regulators. You know, it's if if it's a security, you have to follow these protocols, these these regulations these ways of of keeping tabs on on what you're doing and it it can be cumbersome on a on a free market that's that's you know transacting billions and trillions of dollars
0: well and you don't want somebody regulating something new that they don't understand i right. mean the securities the the rule on what a security is was basically litigated back in 1946. So what a security is, and you can look it up, it's called the- It's called the Howey Test. Howey Test. And it was just a, it was a um, court case that explained what a security was, but they've been utilizing that rule since 1946. So what is that? 70 years? Yeah. They haven't updated anything from that. So, I mean, those are the guys who are in charge. We're looking at more of 80 years. I'm not, I didn't do the math. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. 80, whatever. It's it's a lot of years. It's more years than we should have had some yeah. updates to the program at Should this have had
1: updates. But basically, it's just a set... I mean, we're not going to go into too much depth on it, but it's a set of four rules, and if all four of those rules are met, then that thing is considered a security. Right. But if any of them are not met, then it, it can't be considered a security. So that's already been proven so far with Bitcoin and Ethereum that they don't meet all of those four tenants, so they're not a security. And, and that's why the commodities... Um, Commission wants to be in charge of regulating it because they feel like it's in their jurisdiction.
0: Right. Plus the fact that, as I was just saying, the SEC is kind of the old school, kind of, they are the old school. And the CFTC is the, hey, let's bet on the future, right? Quite literally with derivatives. So I think it makes the most sense right now. Are they going to do it justice regulation wise? I don't know. Are they going to get it out from underneath the sec maybe are they going to work with the sec that might be the best solution we'll see what happens
1: yeah but what what we've what we found is that if the sec does win this this case with ripple which i'm sure you guys have heard a little bit about um it it could cause a lot of value to go out of the crypto market and also people to start you know migrating because you can't destroy crypto but if you migrate it out of the united states that's going to leave us as investors out of the loop in a way and well and they'd be so
0: stupid because that if the sec overregulates, especially ripple if they if they win the core case against ripple ripple's out of here they're gonna leave the the country that means investment in the country is gone that means any proceeds from taxes on on their company it, you know it, all of those things are bad especially because this is the future so why in good conscience would you why i mean i think the best solution is to just settle out of court for whatever money and then use ripple and coinbase and all these guys who are like we're here to help we're
1: and experts we want it to
0: work for let everybody us, let us help you
1: we know you want money we know you want your tax dollars that's fine but don't hinder the the transactions the trade the the exchange of goods and services that people want don't don't convolute it to the point where it's it's too hard to even use the way that it's meant to be
0: used well and talk about innovation i mean everybody strokes elon's ego right it's like because he's doing good things because he's consistently evolving because he is ahead of the curve that's what crypto is. That's why we need to invest in it and have people regulate it who understand that and want the future to be more efficient and and smooth sailing with regulation if you do it right. And then everybody's making money. Yeah,
1: this doesn't have to be an, an us versus them. Everybody can win. Right. Everybody can win. Which sounds ridiculous, but. It, do- it does, but. It's possible. It is. <laughs> And it's been proven. I mean, the, and I, I think this segues a little bit into our next uh, topic, which is the banking industry in general. Um, they're trying to get in it because they see the potential and they're the most old school of all. I mean, banking right. has been around for what, hundreds and hundreds of years?
0: Yeah, I think 70 Since, years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 70 years. <laughs> That's it. Um, but uh, just recently, actually yesterday, the, The chair of the federal deposit insurance company, so the FDIC, the people that say, you know what, all your money in your bank account is guaranteed up to $250,000. Right. They're trying to get in and, and make it accessible for banks to allow you to store and trade your crypto, but also to use it as leverage. AKA Nexo. They're trying to get in on what these crypto banks are already doing. These traditional banks, U.S. Bank in particular, is already working on it. Um, So that, and they have, they manage over $8.6 trillion. they have the name recognition. They have the name recognition. So they're basically saying, this is working. We want a piece of it because we're not making as much with U.S. dollars. So, Let's let's bring in crypto. We'll use the same traditional lending practices. Yeah. We'll figure out how we can make it easy. But you already trust us, right? Because right. you already use your TCF bank account that you've been Whereas, invested in yeah. since you were six years old.
0: Whereas they're taking your money and they're putting it you know in the bond market and they're making two to three percent, but then giving you what, point one zero percent? Like, come on. Not even. Not even point I mean. zero one percent. Your money doubles every
1: eight thousand years in a bank account.
0: Say that again? Your money doubles
1: every 8,000 years in your bank account. Say that again? 8,000 years. Wow. Yeah. Or with Bitcoin it, it doubles, doubles every doubles year. every 6 months. <laughs> 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 Anyways, the point is they're not dumb. They want they see the the future, the potential. They're all about money. But why wouldn't
0: you want to be your own bank, right? Because if you're at Bank of America, U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo, all these places, right? It's like, and you're buying Bitcoin and you're keeping it safe and yada, 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 right? But you're getting that fraction of a percentage point, yeah. right? And then they're making money on your money, you know, as opposed to just keep it to yourself. Go to Nexo, go to BlockFi, which just up their, their interest, right? that's good which is nice it's like 9%. That's crazy. On USDC.
1: But the thing that concerns me about I mean it doesn't surprise me but it concerns me that the banks are getting into this is because it's it defeats the entire purpose of Correct. cryptocurrencies which is taking a decentralized peer-to-peer system and making it a totally centralized system. And how are they possibly going to make it any simpler? They're not. Well, I think what they can make simpler that the Nexos and the the Celsiuses can't do is, sure, you can take out a loan. Uh, you can you can collateralize your crypto, meaning that you can say, you know what, I'm going to put up one one Bitcoin and take out a twenty five thousand dollar loan, and that'll be credited to your bank account. The the thing that I see U.S. Bank or TCF Bank doing is saying, you know what, you you save your Bitcoin in here. Will will create a loan for you, and now you can use your Bitcoin as collateral to take out a mortgage or to take out a car loan, um, which actually would make it easier for you because you wouldn't have to, um, you know, show a credit report. Right. Um. It's kind of a hybrid yeah, system.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. I see that. That makes sense. And I mean, that could
1: be good, but I, the danger that I see is the more you centralize a system that is inherently decentralized, the more risk you put in its integrity. Sure. And its sustainable future because if you're giving these banks too much power over your money and they're doing whatever they want with it, you know, it could be a Bitcoin mortgage crisis, you know? (laughs) And then the banks are controlling the value versus the people who invest in it. Right. Because then the bank becomes the whale in that situation. The bank becomes the whale. And Coinbase, I mean, admittedly, Coinbase is a whale, but they're not, they're not a bank. Right. They're not, hopefully, lending out your Bitcoin, they're storing it for you.
0: But how are they possibly gonna be doing that before regulation? So I mean, that's on the horizon, but still, I think, ultimately, be your own bank. Be your own bank, I'll and that's, that's the option, right? And that's still
1: great. So granted us bank tcf wells fargo they can do all this they can be like you know what put up all your ether and you can take out 25 percent of that in a loan as a down payment for your house and you can still keep it in there and we'll keep it safe and and the fdic will insure it which is a good thing i mean i think that would that would make people want to use that platform a little bit more it would entice people and i i think it would be more for the the newcomers who aren't as educated of in being their own bank and, yeah. and want the risk and and liability of having to manage their own money when they already trust an institution that's been managing their money for their whole life, it's just it makes sense. Yeah. So there's there's pros and cons. I just I worry being you know someone who's deeply invested in crypto and has known about it for a long time and knows the inherent um, truths about it and what it's supposed to be. I worry that the more power you give to central authorities with this decentralized thing, it it could jeopardize the system.
0: Yeah, I mean, truth, facts. Like, I think the the practical application potentially once everything's become regulated, and we do have a centralized coin, right? Is yeah, that the banks will play an, Merit a Maricoin. Maricoin will play a significant role, but hopefully they don't overstep. I think that's the piece that. We could, it could be trouble if they decide to take this decentralized world and centralize it other than having a U.S. dollar coin, Muracoin, Muracoin.
1: But I, I also, I also, and I think not doing enough justice or giving enough credit to the millions of current investors in crypto that, that, Kind of live and abide by yeah. the decentralized notion and being their own bank. There's so many people that do it um, that maybe it wouldn't be a problem because the few that would choose to use U.S. Bank or even the ones that are using decentralized platforms now might use some of their crypto in in one of these centralized platforms just so they could take out a car loan or a mortgage, yeah, um, or or a business
0: loan or a a bitcoin cd you know bitcoin cd that gives you point zero two percentage yeah
1: yeah i mean i i think it'll i think it'll lead to better regulations either way
0: because there have to be more regulations if if well it's also people are gonna understand it better you don't think if u.s bank wants to get in on it you don't think they're talking about educating their constituents on what crypto is i mean coinbase has their learn platform which is awesome by the way I just made another $3 yeah. in whatever coin I just doesn't, mat- doesn't, matter, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, coin? Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. But I mean, the, it's fun because they're investing in that and they're willing to throw you three, six bucks at a time, which I, I think with Coinbase Learn, I've made like $400.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Because the earlier you learn, the faster you get the money and the more it grows over time. Boom. So your $3 turns into $30 yeah. in no time, yeah. So it's great. I think education is definitely necessary, and I'm sure they'll be doing that because they have all those commercial lines. You might just see yeah. Bitcoin at U.S. Bank. Check it out. Oh, you're earn, gonna see earn $10 commercials, if you everything. read this article. You're going to see yeah.
0: U.S. Bank's flow. You know, you're going to have all that. It's mm-hmm. going to be ubiquitous. It's awesome.
1: So the last thing we wanted to talk about today in the Roundup was Walmart, another huge company. They just announced that they will be adding... At uh, 200 stores, Bitcoin kiosks, basically Bitcoin vending machines. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and these are already present at over 8,000 other stores: Hy-Vee, uh, CVS, um, Cub Foods. It's called Coinstar. It's been around for a while.
0: You yeah, know, that's you, the one where you put your get your bucket full of change and you pour it in, and then it goes. Yep. Right? Yep. And then, and then they charge you like 13 percent.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's not. I'm sure it's not great. And then you can you can get a voucher or you can right. donate that money. But uh, now CoinStar partnered with CoinMe, which is an application, a uh, Bitcoin wallet. So you can literally go into Cub Foods. You can go into Walmart now at over 200 locations. That's so crazy. And you can for a 4% or a 7% fee, depending on how...
0: 7% is what they charge? Yeah,
1: yeah. So 7% is for... Let me look it up. Uh wow. So... So a transaction fee of four percent and a cash exchange fee of seven percent.
0: Oh, so if you took your Bitcoin and wanted to turn it into cash immediately, you it would they would charge you seven percent. That's what I would assume. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. Um, yeah, and so you will receive a voucher that can be redeemed for Bitcoin instantly. So you have to have a CoinMe account, which is basically a Bitcoin wallet. I'm so sure you can send it out after that, but you have to have that, and then and then you can use one of these Bitcoin vending machines to get your Bitcoin. That's so cool. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a start, you know. It's a start.
1: The fees are ridiculous, but I mean, for someone but who's just having, putting having $20 the dollars recognition. Yeah, exactly. Right. When someone's like, putting $20 into the, you know, Minnesota State lottery, and then you got the Bitcoin kiosk right next to them. Exactly. Uh, maybe, That's they'll, a good point. maybe they'll think, hmm, I'd rather invest than gamble.
0: They won't, but they won't, but yeah. maybe they
1: have another $20.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's that name recognition, right? It's like you see it everywhere. You can't ignore it now. Yeah. Right? It's free,
1: free advertising. Yeah which is all we can ask for. Because it's decentralized, there's no central advertising authority. So the people that are in the the companies that are going to be making the most money off of this are going to put the most news out that that will help grow this. Well, like FTX. We were talking about FTX. FTX. I just saw a soccer game that I was watching
0: and they had um, a crypto... They're spending $20 million with Tom Brady just on ad campaign. It's crazy. And now in the World Series... I think each uh, moon blast home run. You said that, yeah. Well, it, before it was 1,000. I think it's 10,000 they're giving away for wow. each home run in the World Series. Well, hopefully they hit a lot of home runs. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: it's impressive. It's exciting. Um, hopefully we can get these regulations done right, not necessarily done fast, but done right so that everyone can benefit. Yep. And that we can we can keep being our own bank.
0: Makes perfect sense to me. Makes total sense to me. All right. That's it for the roundup. Let's get to these charts. First, let's take a look at Bitcoin. We have, that's right, a new all-time high at 66,660 something. So we are still bullish. Um, We did get a little pullback here, which could be expected. Obviously, it hit right off of our support line here at about 58 and then printed a bullish engulfing currently. So... We are still on track to go even higher. Um, I am looking at one thing on the weekly, which would be known as a shooting star pattern. So that's when you have an uptrend, and then you get this bearish hammer at the top of the uptrend, Then this continues to fall down. So if we can print below this bullish candle, that would be a sign of a reversal. But I think even if we do get a reversal, the worst case scenario would we'll probably be back down to this fifty thousand dollar range. So our total market cap, two point five trillion, which is still small. Remember that, gang. Um, we went above the resistance, then came back and touched it. Now we have the chance to go even higher. Be careful, but now is a is a good time to start looking at more opportunities in the crypto space. Uh, some of the coins that we are tracking, some of the ones that we've already talked about that are making moves. We've got Polygon is broken out of its bullish flag formation. Engine Coin is breaking out of its bullish flag formation. Algorand is breaking out of its bullish flag formation. Atom is breaking out of its bullish flag formation. HBAR is not breaking out of its bullish flag formation yet, but. It's only got a little bit more time before it makes a decision. Keep a look at that. Our dollar cost averaging this week, uh, something I had never thought I would say in a million years. I'm buying more Dogecoin. Doge is the next thing to pump. That is what uh, the charts are showing. Our second is OMG, Omisgo, only about $13.00. And lastly, we've got Polkadot, which is kind of a newcomer, but very popular. And I believe it's eight on the market cap right now. So it's got a lot of room to grow as well. That's it for the charts, gang. Remember, we are not licensed financial advisors. We are only here to help. Please do your own research and only invest what you're willing to lose. We'll see you next week. See you next week.